Hello, Marketeers. Welcome to another episode of AEC Marketeer Podcast, exploring AEC marketing and beyond. I'm your host, Keelan Cox, and I'll be exploring marketing trends and answering your most pressing questions to help you thrive as an AEC Marketeer. All right, Marketeers. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Today, I have on Maisha Hagen. She's the owner and head coach at Beauty and the Boss, a professional development and career coaching service for women in male-dominated industries. Prior to starting Beauty and the Boss, Maisha's career was concentrated in the AEC, architecture, engineering, construction, as a professional services marketer, director, and member of an executive leadership team for multi-million dollar companies. She has a passion for people, a mind for business, and a gift to teach. Welcome, Maisha. Thank you. It's good to be back. Yeah. So for our listeners who don't know, we had you on, gosh, a few months ago, it feels like forever now, to talk about career coaching. And one of your, let's call it like key skill sets, I guess, is reviews. And in this case, it would be media reviews. So before we dig into essentially how to manage performance reviews, for our listeners who didn't catch your original episode, let's go over how you got started in this industry. What's your story? So I, like many people, fell into AEC marketing. I got introduced to the industry through admin roles and then doing some accounting roles and really was like, I want to do that marketing stuff. And so I ended up doing that for 10 to 15 years. And about three years ago, I just kind of hit a wall and really got sick and needed to take some time off. And so I was off for three months and I started to really think about what I wanted to do next, what I could do next. And I had already been speaking and doing some coaching and training kind of on the side while I was a a marketing director. And so it was a real natural kind of transition into doing this full time. And so I very quietly, you know, built a website and kind of laid low. And then I think it was like January of 19, I just made an announcement on LinkedIn and The rest, as they say, is history, right? Got great response. And I remember a friend reaching out to me and saying like, this is so great for you, but this is also really great for us because we need this, right? Our industry needs this. And so it's been really great. I've enjoyed the work and I've enjoyed really helping people grow to learn how to advocate for themselves, to make moves that were beneficial for them as well as their firm and really just to see people feel good about the work they do. Yep. Excellent. So now we're going to go over how to manage performance reviews. And I think a lot of people, similar to when they hear the word negotiation, they hear the phrase performance review. It just strikes fear into so many people's hearts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sweaty pits. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> So why do you think that's the case? Why do you think people are so terrified of performance reviews? Uh, I think people are terrified of performance reviews because it feels like you're stepping before a judge, right? Right. It really feels like all of your contributions, all of your work, your personality, it just feels like you're on trial and no one likes that feeling. I think also it's tied to 
to big things, right? It's tied to our job, which is tied to our income, which is tied to our quality of life. And so it, it feels it feels stressful, I think, because it's a big thing that many times we just don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people just don't know what to do in that environment. And then inevitably what happens is because it's uncomfortable and it's awkward and they feel sometimes attacked or, or not prepared, then they just kind of, you know, shake their head and say yes and agree to everything just to get out of the situation as quickly as possible. And that's why I honestly love doing coaching people around performance reviews because it's an opportunity that a lot of people don't know how to navigate. And so when you navigate it well, you stand out from the rest of your team or your company or whoever. So how do you think people can be more engaged in the process? What tips would you give them going into a performance review? My number one thing is honor yourself by preparing. Give yourself Mm -hmm. time to really prepare. And that could be the day before, that could be a couple weeks before. Ideally, you know, if, if you're in a firm that has kind of a regularly scheduled process, it could be a month or so in advance. And preparing helps you ultimately feel more comfortable. And when we're comfortable, we feel more confident. Right. So examples of that could be, you know, if there's any forms, right? Everybody is like, oh, I got to fill out this form and rate myself. Mm-hmm. No one wants to say they're a five, but you also don't want to say you're a one. It's just like this whole mental samurai thing, right? Mm-hmm. But get that form, sit with it for a while, really think about the answers, really think about examples of contributions that you've made, really think about you know, the evidence and proof of where you've accomplished the goals that have been laid out for you or that you've laid out looking backwards. And then definitely prepare about what you want the conversation to be looking forward. A review isn't just about what's happened in the past, but I think it's a really good opportunity to lay out what it is that you want to pursue or what your expectations are moving forward. That's such a good point. And I think it's something that gets forgotten is because we're talking performance review, it does feel like it's so much of a past tense talk when really, especially mid-year reviews are a great opportunity to sort of tee yourself up for an annual review or whatever that might be. Yep, exactly. Because here's the reality. As much as employees hate reviews, managers hate them even more. Right. (laughs) You only have to do your review one time. They have to do these five, six, seven times, right? I worked at a construction company and our um, general superintendent, he had 28 people that he had to do annual reviews for. Can you imagine? So keeping that in mind, your manager isn't always thinking about your career, your path, the things that align with your goals. They're just trying to get through a checklist. So you have to, as the employee, really, again, advocate for yourself and be a little vocal about what it is that you want from this job, this work, this company, right? And also what skills and what strengths you bring to the table. Sure. Now, I know a lot of marketers in this industry and this industry in general is made up of very large firms who have formalized processes, but also a lot of smaller firms that may not have 
like set annual reviews or set mid-year reviews for those people whose companies don't have this formal review process what suggestions would you give them can i just tell you that if you are working for a firm that does not have a review process i am so happy for you (laughs) i'm so happy for you because what that means is you really can initiate a framework that works well for you right Right. so if the framework could be over a number of meetings the framework could be formal where you literally create the form or present what you've accomplished it could be informal where you just go have coffee and you you know are throwing around ideas this is something that I do as a coach, right, is assess, okay, what is part of each person's landscape? And then how do we use that to your advantage? And certainly, if a company has a formal review process, it's helpful because we know what to expect. But even if your firm doesn't have one, there's a lot of meat on that bone to work with. Specifically, you could almost be leading the charge for what that formal process could look like as you initiate for yourself. I think it's also really important you're asking for those regular touches so that your job description is clear, right? And it's up to date so that there are at least one conversation a year where you're talking about your salary, that you're getting information as to your growth potential and initiating that even informally is extremely important and valuable when you're figuring out for yourself, how does this job and how does this company and this work that you're doing now fit with your longer term career goals. 100%. Now you brought up salaries there. So obviously, (laughs) (laughs) obviously everyone wants more money. I don't know anyone who doesn't. When that's not possible, what then? Yeah. So one thing I always tell people is compensation comes in lots of different forms. Right. And Absolutely, money is important, right? We live in a country where you cannot pay your bills off of anything but the mighty dollar. Mm. So absolutely, I think that it's important to start there, right? And it's important to have that conversation. But sometimes it just isn't a possibility. And I think the number one thing I would say, first of all, is if you have a conversation with your manager and they say, there are no raises, right? There's no raises, there's no promotions, there's, there's no money on the table and they give you a valid reason. Let's just respect that, right? They're running a business and maybe that's just, it is what it is, but also don't give up. Right. Don't give up. So is there an adjustment that you can make so that you're getting different type of experience? Is there a change or a shift where you can offload some work and take on other work that's more exciting and challenging to you and also helps you grow your resume and your skill base. Right now, remote work and flexible work are huge benefits, right? And I want to distinguish for for our audience the difference. Remote work is I am doing my work Monday through Friday same regular office hours. I'm just doing it from someplace other than the office. Right. That is remote work. Flexible work is 
I am not only not here physically, but I get to determine the hours that I'm going to be working. So if, if I've got kids, I'm not in here until nine o'clock when they go to school. If you're like me, I just need a nap every day. I just need 20 solid minutes right. of nap time, right? And so I have the flexibility to do that. So those are two other benefits that someone may, you may wanna ask about. You may wanna ask about training or education sponsorship or ask the company, okay, you don't wanna give me the money. Will you invest in my leadership, right? Is there a conference I can go to? Will you support me joining additional associations, right? This goes back to preparing, thinking about what it is you want to actually ask for and what are the things that you're shooting for, your goals for the meeting. And then if it doesn't go directly to, yes, here's a 10% raise, what are the other things that would be really satisfying to you, keep you engaged in your work? When we ask ourselves those questions in advance and just kind of come armed with those, then in the actual review, it doesn't catch us by surprise when we get to this part of the conversation and we don't, again, sweaty armpits, you know, get nervous and then be like, okay, yeah, 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 it's fine. It's fine. No, it's great. No, this is, I don't have any questions. It's wonderful. Like, nah, mm. let's slow this down a little bit. So yes, compensation comes in lots of different forms. Think about it in advance and be ready to ask. Yeah. What do you think is something people can do to feel more confident going into these meetings or what does preparation look like for a performance review? So I will tell you a story. In my previous job, I reported to our president and CEO and I was on the leadership team. So we had pretty formal reviews at least once a year. There was lots Mm -hmm. of regular check-in, but we had a real, you know, intense kind of review once a year and I would always practice. And I would practice on my husband. I would literally like, we'd sit on the bed or sit on the couch and I would just, you know, start talking to him about, here's what I think I've accomplished, right? Here's why I rated myself here. Here were the strengths. I was, you know, honest about weaknesses. These are my weaknesses. And my husband was really good at just giving feedback of like, you're rambling or you're talking in circles or you still haven't answered the question, right? And so Mm. practice, quite honestly, could look like that. It could look like someone speaking to themselves in the mirror, looking at their own facial expression, listening to their voice, right? When do you get nervous? What happens to your voice? I think there's some specific things to practice. And so an example of that could be no take backs. Okay. So take back sounds like this, you know, I'd really like to start working remotely from home, but if I can, it's fine. I, I probably can come in, but I would like to start at nine 30, but if not, then I, I probably can be here at eight. Well, what do you want? Right. <laughs> do you want to work flexible? Do you want to work remote? Are you trying to be here at nine or seven? I don't know. Cause you're going back and forth. So practicing that and also just practicing not talking. That's so huge, isn't it? Just shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You got to practice that because what most people do when they're nervous is they just talk to fill space Mm. and learning to be quiet, to give the other person time to think, 
to process, to respond is also really important. And so these are all things that just, if you can give yourself time again, honor yourself, honor the work you do by practicing and preparing. Then again, what we see is that our comfort in the uncomfortable situation gets a little bit better. And with that, our confidence grows. Sure. Now, I don't want to gloss over this. And I I do think it's important because you are a career coach. And I think one of the things that we can do as professionals is invest in ourselves, you know, Mm -hmm. and one of those ways is to get a career coach. So I know you coach for performance reviews, obviously, because you have great advice. What does that career coaching look like if you were to take someone on who said, you know, by this annual review, I want to be solid. Like, what does that look like from your end? If someone is like, okay, I really want to be prepared this time around, but I need a little help. What does that look like? So I like to work with people in the short term. And Mm -hmm. so that looks like over two month, three month period. There are some career coaches who are like, let's work on this for a year. I think landscape changes so dramatically in a year that you go through more cycles of ups and downs, right? So first of all, ideally what we want is two months, three months in advance of your review. But if if you don't have that amount of time, it's okay, right? It's totally fixable. But what we do is really meet. And my first priority is really wanting to understand what is your unique landscape? Everybody has a different landscape. Do you have a good relationship with your boss? Is it a cheap company? Are they super excited about the potential of doing other things? Or are they really like to pigeonhole people into the one job that they do, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's also really important to get a little clarity about what the individual wants from this meeting. And sometimes that takes a while because some people think they want more money and really that's not what motivates them. There's something else they're after. So we spend some time unpacking that and then we come up with a strategy. And again, strategy is different depending on landscape. So In some cases, you need to have the pre-meeting before the meeting and then prepare the post-meeting, right? Right. In some cases, you just need to show up more matter-of-factly and confident in the conversation with the individual. It really just depends. It depends on the person, what's authentic for them, right? What's sincere and organic for them. It depends on the type of firm that they're in, what is the opportunities that's there. And so really we prepare the best we can, right? We do the best we can and then we leave the rest in God's hands. And then I also like to be there with people after the meeting because sometimes there's some, some other strategies we need to do. Or sometimes they just need like encouragement that, hey, this also could take another couple conversations don't get discouraged because you didn't get an immediate yes. And so even supporting people there, but from the work I have done with people, we just have seen great results. I mean, just really great results and not, it's not always just more money. I I, I hate to keep coming back to that, but sometimes it's literally more confidence. Sometimes it's more clarity about what it is they want from their career. Sometimes it's just a better relationship with their manager that sets the stage for, you know, 
better outcomes in the future. So um, all in all, it's been very, very positive when we're focusing specifically on, you know, hey, we've got this meeting, we've got this process, and we really want to use it to our advantage. Like, okay, let's get in here and do it. And it's been, it's been fun too. That's the other thing is that I just think it's, it's hilarious to hear people's feedback. It usually sounds something like, had a great meeting. And my manager said, wow, I didn't realize, you know, thank you for preparing all of this. Thank you for coming so prepared. Yeah, because you're one of 18 and you were the one who showed up ready. So, right. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I know you have a really nifty little handout. Do you want to sort of go over what that is? And I'll provide the link in the episode show notes. Absolutely. So I have put together a guide that really lays out how to do better, right? (laughs) How to just do better, specifically in your performance review. So it's broken down into five real steps that you can pick any one of those and focus on. And my hope is just to move people forward, right? So if you are like, this is something I hate, I literally cancel it so that I don't have to go you're at like a three, I just want to move you to like a five. Or you are at a five, I want to move you to a seven. Or if you're like, I'm really comfortable, but at the end, I get nervous. Let's move you to an eight or a nine. And so I've created a landing page that they can get this guide for free. Simply enter in your email address and then it'll be sent to you automatically. And I also have some hilariously funny videos on YouTube where I react to people talking about the employee review process, because some of these, some of these processes and some of these companies are very anti-employee and I'm on to them and it pisses (laughs) me off. And so I literally show you what they're doing and why, and, and then talk a little bit of how you counter that. So those are pretty funny if I do say so myself. And then definitely still providing one-on-one coaching for people who are looking to specifically focus on, again, this performance review as, a, as an outcome, wanting it to be better for themselves. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me yet again. Anytime. And I will include all of the links in the episode show notes. I'll include Maisha's website, her LinkedIn, and anything else she provides me in those episode show notes. Awesome. Thank you, Keelan. I appreciate it. This was fun. Again. Got it. <laughs> all right, Marketeers, that is a wrap on this week's episode of the AEC Marketeer podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to Maisha Hagen. I hope you got some tips for your performance reviews. And Maisha is currently running a raffle to pay for someone's membership dues. So if you go to her website at bosslady.coach, you can enter that raffle and she will pay up to $400 for your membership dues just because she is an amazing human. As always, if you're enjoying this podcast, I would invite you to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. New episodes are released every other Wednesday. Chat soon.